In Father Teresa's Wine Cellar, we believe all oppression is intersectional. And this means our analysis of current events frequently includes discussion of difficult and explicit content. Any combination of the following topics could be included in our show. Murder, rape, war, climate change, racism, sexism, violence, sexual violence, homophobic violence, heterocentrism, discrimination and abuse against individuals of nonconformist sexuality, domestic violence, child abuse, child rape, child neglect, elderly abuse, verbal abuse, police brutality, microaggressions, ableism, cyberbullying, genital mutilation, ideological extremism, and people just being total fucking assholes. homie Big Blaze said um and the mask shall inherit the earth. Yes, I'm I'm actually kind of <laughs> here for that. All right, let's uh so let's check out my main man Alex Jonesy Jones. What? I'm sorry, I'm trying to find that name. Where? Okay, at? I never mind, I got it. Oh, the spelling? Okay. Yeah. I, I'll admit it. I will eat my neighbors. I'm not letting my kids. Yeah, let me bring the uh, the audio down on the other feed. I have to preface this with saying I haven't listened to the clip yet, but I do follow his ex-wife on Twitter. Woo. And she's like, what the fuck with the court system? <laughs> How does he get custody? Like, So yeah, just keep in mind this guy has like joint custody of these kids. Yeah, but they're, they're his kids. Uh-huh. Alright, you trying, you trying to separate fathers from children? Yes, if this is the father, yes. And also, Alex Jones is Beard Gang now, so you don't, you don't like Beard Gang? No. Is that even still a thing anymore? Who knows? (laughs) Um, I think a lot of, uh, like, personal grooming has just gone out during quarantine. And so, you know, you can't get your hair cut, you can't fucking, you know. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think he joined up, like, two years ago, though. Whatever. Looks like a big And that's probably why it's not a thing anymore. Oh, he fucking ruined it. it. It was like when, uh... Who the fuck was it who said bye, Felicia? And black people were like, oof, no. It's, it's gone. It's over. It's done. Like, that was weird. Like, like I'm a cypher MC. Like, I'm an old school hip-hop head. And, like, I remember, like, uh, you look at some shit and it's like, oh, okay, new Eminem free. So, whoa, what the fuck happened to his face? <laughs> <laughs> hey, Eminem was just like, it, it's like he hit his 40s and said, I'm going to be this. <laughs> And it's like, you know what? Now he looks as creepy as his lyrics. Like, it's kind of fitting. Yeah. Yeah, he should have had the beard the whole time. No. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> Dr. No. J would have been able to do shit with that. <laughs> no, no. He looks like the guy in, like, a horror movie, like, when you're, like, when it's about, like, a stalker and you just, like, look out the window and he's just, like, standing in the middle of the street. Fuck yeah. At you. <laughs> That's what he looks like. Yeah. You're like, oh, shit. I'm gonna die. Right, and, 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 right, and he doesn't look like you can outrun him. No, he doesn't. He right. looks like, he would have been great in, um, oh, what the fuck was that movie? Hush? He would have been great. I think it was I think it was called Hush. He would have been great in that movie. Whereas, like, a serial killer was going around, but he broke into a woman's house, but she didn't know he was there because she was deaf and took her hearing aids out. So a lot of the movie, he was just, like, standing behind her, and it was, like, extra creepy because she did not know he was there. Oh, that's something else the coronavirus ruined. What was it, a Tony Collette movie we wanted to see? Oh, no, not Tony Collette. Um, the one from, uh, that 
of the fucking Handmaids, the one from Handmaids. Oh, that is not shit. Tony I don't, I don't know her name. Yeah, um, that was also the one who was in. Um, I don't think all white women look alike. All yes, right? you do. People are always trying to pull that shit. I'm... Yes, you do. Um, but she was also in that um, the um, the Tether movie. The Tether. Oh, the with the niggas. Uh, uh, the the Jordan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, she was she was the one who died, was trying to get Alexa to call the police and start playing fuck the police. That was her. Oh fuck the damn! That was her. <laughs> Yeah, that was a that was quite a scene. <laughs> oh, yeah, I don't remember her name. And uh, Fallon Local said, "I guess he needs a beard to deter the frogs, which are being uh, converted by the gay bombs." Yes. Which and I should not, and that's why, man, I wish I could like really interact with some of these um, hotep leaning niggas more, because not all these black conservatives are hoteps; they're just right. conservatives, right. and like. I, sh- I shit you not, the same week that I heard Alex Jones talk about uh, scientists making frogs transgender, mm-hmm. fucking, it was like the Neely Fuller crowd was on the same shit like two days later. Yeah. Well, I mean, he did have fucking Louis Farrakhan on his show. I mean, you know, there's got to be a little bit of crossover. I would think. Yeah, you know what? Yeah. And I, I remember like- we joked about that before in 2014. We were like, dear white people... Please don't let your libertarians find our hoteps. Yeah. Because remember the, the fucking, um, there was like a whole little, I don't think it really went anywhere significant, but there was that whole little movement of, um, like MRA types trying to hook up with hoteps. Oh shit. We found like a, it was that nigga hotep Jesus. That's how we found hotep, hotep, hotep Jesus. Jesus. Well, the nigga that calls himself, it, when which really, he's just a fucking like blatant about it grifter like he actually yeah. says it on his program like he said anytime something pops he says it's grifting season baby like he's been featured on joe rogan and shit like yeah. he go because he's a shameless grifter all right uh so actually alex jones now <laughs> i'll admit it i will eat my neighbors he starts with i'll admit it i'll admit it all right so he just jumps right in there. And I'm a Brother Lynch fan, but this is not one of the hot verses. <laughs> I'm not letting my kids die. Oh. All right. He's not letting his kids die. Nigga, so don't, doesn't that mean you would feed your neighbors to your kids, not all eat my neighbors? What? I, as a Brother Lynch fan, that's kind of part of the theme of his records. Uh, what? The main one, Return of the Baby from 19, Return of the Baby Killer from 1995. But the word killer was edited out because, um... God, I can't remember if it was like Interscope or Priority. They they had to get distribution so they couldn't have Baby Killer on mm. there. And uh, what was the the hook? Guess what daddy's bringing home for supper? Nigga nuts and guts and, and slabs of human meat, motherfucker. You know, nice. like it, it was about fill, keep feeding your kids. So Alex Jones, he, he's on tradition with horrorcore rap. <laughs> I will eat my neighbors. I'm not letting my kids die. I'll, I'm just going to be honest. My superpowers being honest. I've extrapolated this out, and I won't have to for a few years since I got food and stuff, but I'm literally looking at my neighbors now. Wait, he said for a few years because mm-hmm. I got food and stuff. Mm-hmm. So he's talking about like he's a food prepper. He's got dry shit. Yeah. What, fla- how long does flour last? Uh, it can last for like two years. Like two years? Yeah. Okay, maybe he's got canned food maybe two mm-hmm. or three years on the expiration date. Mm-hmm. Macaroni, shit like that can yeah. last an, an ass load of time. Yeah. 
you freeze some shit, it'll hang in for a while, but like maybe not more than six months if it's perishable. Right. But he said a few years. How are you eyeballing your neighbors when you have a few years to go? <laughs> but my thing though is like you this is his one of his grips is like being a prepper, right? Don't they sell these fucking like supplements and like the 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 like the food packages and shit and it's like so you don't know how to self-sustain your prepping? That's like the first rule of prepping is self-sustaining. Or is it all fake? You know, I <laughs> I was engaged in a Twitter thread that was about this, and they were like, please don't buy prepping books. It's like cis white dudes who think they're going to be like alpha males after the apocalypse, and none of them know how to prep. They're buying like fucking like throwing knives in Desert Eagles instead of learning how to can food. Don't trust these people. And, oh, yeah. And like, and I know how Facebook is, right? Like, if you post a link to some shit, like, unless you're, like, one of them verified, like, the griot-type pages. Right. Like, you're not really going to get shit for traction and people aren't going to see it. So, I like, I saw the link to one of those websites where people will post a Twitter thread. Yeah. And I was like, this is really constructive. So I downloaded each image and then re-uploaded them all in chronological order. Mm -hmm. And it was somebody critiquing these uh, these white niggas with their guns and all their gear. Yeah. And he's like, this motherfucker, these pants, are you can't move around in those pants. Right. Mm -hmm. Like, none of their shit is um, utilitarian. Right. Like, their vests are too small or too big, ill-fitting. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. You know, this motherfucker has on jeans. Jeans rip easy. Mm -hmm. My fat ass knows. I'm 220 pounds of ripped several pairs of jeans. Yeah. And um, plus, also when jeans get wet, that they just rub against your skin and you get like the rashes and shit. Yep, he mentioned yeah. that. Yeah, and it's like I'm guarantee you those white dudes are, are those are those fucking guys. And then they're spending what do they spend all their time doing? Buying up these guns that they don't know how to carry, buying mm -hmm. up this gear that they don't know how to wear, mm -hmm. and reading these websites. But they're also gonna be alpha males, right? And it's like I'm a blue collar worker. I go to the gym every day, essentially, <laughs> right? And it's like. While you're trying to fucking get your fucking gear together, I have already kicked your ass backwards and took your fucking uh, pantry full of beans. Right. Like, if we're getting down like that, I'd rather go comrade mode before that happens. Right. We can comrade first. Mm -hmm. And also, um, food shortages, not, not, we don't really have shortages, right? But there is less shit on the shelves right. than normal. Mm. So, uh, those GMOs. Feeding everybody, right? <laughs> they are feeding everybody. That's that—that's that, the argument I see. Right? Yeah, they're feeding everybody. <laughs> the GMOs yeah. are gonna stop starvation. Yes, yes. Like, here's your beta test. Like, here's your test run. It's not working. Where right. are the free GMOs? Uh huh. I want some. Mm hmm. Shit. I, every I, I go in there. There's less broccoli and but less yeah. spinach. Cause see, and that's just something I've noticed. Cause I, you know, I'm like on the fringes of a lot of prepper communities. Cause you know, I'm into that sort of shit. Um, just because I think it's cool to like, I want to learn how to preserve my own food, you know, shit like that. But, um, it's like a lot of those dudes are just fucking into this whole like white supremacy thing and this like toxic masculinity thing. And so like what they, you know, they're obsessed with like having guns and hunting, but they also have like a very gendered concept of like labor. So like, they don't want to learn how to preserve food because that's like kitchen stuff and kitchen stuff is woman stuff. Oh yeah. And it's like. You have to learn how to preserve your own fucking food if you're gonna. All right. Which um, you like you have a pressure canner and yes. uh and shit and yeah you get that. Um, uh, what what do you? I I see the name Elizabeth Moss. That's the one from Us with the fuck the police scene where she died and the Invisible Man movie that we wanted to see. 
we were talking about that. Wow. We couldn't remember her name. That's it's Elizabeth Moss from also Handmaid's Tale. That's her name. I watched the whole ass first season of Handmaid's Tale and never memorized her name. Oh. Like, she, I, and you know what? Because she plays the shit out of the character. So, like, I cannot not see Offred. <laughs> <laughs> like, she just rocks the character. Yeah. Um, let's see. Uh, Skibby Flippy Jibby Doo. The homie Big Blaze uh, said some more shit. Said, uh, oh, F- Fallon Local said, I feel like this is insulting to Hannibal. Well, <laughs> Hannibal was a good cook. And uh, Big Blaze said, um, these alpha guys are whining about how they can't go to Olive Garden. They're only powerful against the threat, not the reality. Yep. Hmm. They yep. they can beat the shit out of the idea. Oh, fuck yeah. That's that's what their whole prepper thing is for. Because it is really such a grift because it's always like, oh, there's a new fucking filtration system gotta go buy it oh there's a new type of bullet oh gotta go buy it and it's like you're not gonna fucking use all this shit just also like so, it wait was is the old one a piece of shit now exactly <laughs> like fucking like yeah we have the the relatively new laptop it's not the newest model i think it's like a year old mm-hmm. but like yeah using this for broadcasting but i didn't throw the old one in the garbage right i watched netflix on that god damn it yep <laughs> and i can actually still do some show prep there's shit that i can and now we we can actually double work like yep. when phoenix and i have to be in the office at the same time doing different shit like phoenix has to do um sex workers outreach project work and i have to do wine cellar work well, son of a brisket. I just go use the old one, and right. she used the new one. Yeah, well, but, you know, eh, fuck me. Uh, all right, <laughs> Alex Jones, little bit mo. He's he's going to kick some real game. Okay. Got food and stuff, but I'm literally looking at my neighbors now and going, I'm ready to hang them up and gut them and skin them and chop them up. You know what? I'm ready. My- he went Texas Chainsaw real fast. Also, I can guarantee you this man has never gutted anything in his life. Maybe a fish. In, no, in Cub Scouts? No, I, 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 I ripped a fish open in Cub Scouts. I don't think he's even done that. Damn. You know what? Again, his pappy was a dentist that sent him through college. And again, and again I keep saying, like, what one thing that made me really say, wait a second, what's this guy's deal? <laughs> and I'm glad I tuned in. Like, because this is back when I first started analyzing Jones. Like, mm-hmm. one of the first couple episodes... And he said, I'm surprised by how many uh, military guys support the show. You know, uh, I thought that I only spoke to the proletariat, but apparently I'm reaching the warrior class too. And I was like, hold the fuck up. Alex Jones knows the word proletariat, Mm -hmm. used it unironically, Mm -hmm. and also didn't add any caveats. Like, I'm not a Marxist or anything, but I speak to... No, he just said it. Mm -hmm. Full stop. And it's like, oh, you're not ignorant at all. Nope. He ain't no damn fool. Yep. He's a fucking educated huckster. Yep. And he just happened... He just happens to have that voice. Right. (laughs) Like, the voice... That Yosemite Sam shit really sells it. (laughs) But then again, that also, I think, just speaks to knowing the audience, right? Oh, a lot of military guys all of a sudden. And then, like, every time the audience base changes a little bit, his rhetoric changes a little bit, right? It was anti-Trump. Now it's pro-Trump. It was uh, yeah. being suspicious of the state. Now there's people who are going to take down the deep state. And yeah. I'm telling you, that's like um, when I first started analyzing Tariq Nasheed. He would actually say sex worker. Yeah. He wouldn't say ho. He wouldn't say hooker. He would say sex worker. And he had a whole episode arguing that yes, a hoe can be a housewife. Like, 
because there's no shame in that. That's a hustle. That's a job. That's work. Mm-hmm. Now, since he found out his audience was transphobic, apparently he didn't know that. He mm-hmm. he basically grifted his own audience that he already had yeah. and went full bootlicker, now arguing in favor of police arresting sex workers. Yep. <laughs> like, the shit's a bug out. All right, let's check him out. Alex Jones, eat your ass them up gut them and scan them and chop them up you know what i'm ready my daughters aren't starving to death i'll eat my neighbors no he's a feminist he wants to feed his daughters that's funny because he also has a son but isn't his son like over 18 um he's a young adult maybe he's maybe 18 i don't know if he has all the kids with this with the um same partner i don't know but i know that um his son wanted to debate um the what the fuck was it the david hogg Oh, the um, that little neoliberal boy. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't really like that little nigga. Mm. Yeah, because they were like the same age. So however old those kids are now, which is probably what, like 20, 21 maybe? Maybe, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and it's not, I'm not beefing with David Hogg. It's like the little nigga got shot at. I got shot at too. I he know that, but then. Wasn't he in one of them schools that got blasted on? He off? wasn't actually there when it happened. Are you shitting me? <laughs> He was just. I do believe that that was confirmed that he was like like out at lunch or some shit. I I'll double check it. But yeah. oh, they have one of them I, open campuses. Yeah, hmm. but like yeah, it, it was his school, but I don't think he was actually like physically present when oh. that shit went down. So he was still at risk in idea. Yeah, like in theory. Oh my god, I did not know that. <laughs> but again, I'm not beefing with the little nigga. But it's right. like you you let yourself get co opted by the corporate party, right? And it's like nigga. Like, your parents should have taught you better. Yeah, blame the parents. That's why I can't beef with the little nigga. The parents should have taught him better. My biological mother wouldn't have had that shit. Yeah. Uh-oh. Whoopie-doo. See, my superpower is being honest. I'll eat your ass. All right. I like how being honest is a superpower. It is a superpower. Have you seen how triggered white people get when you call them liars? Huh. Yeah, no, that, yeah, the actual superpower is the fact that you have successfully made everyone scared the shit of you. <laughs> but he'll eat your ass. He's gonna eat your ass. That's going in the soundboard, and it's being used out of context. <laughs> All right, and, and I'm pretty sure many a left of pot, left of, I'm, I'm just joining the club on this one. I'm pretty sure we're all doing this right now. Uh huh. Going in the soundboard, getting used out of context. Okay. Freedom. Mm hmm. I will. I'm combat model. Optimum self-sufficiency. Optimum self-sufficiency. It's not self-sufficient <laughs> if you have to eat other people. Yeah, and is. he's a millionaire. He can literally start his own fucking garden. He can fucking raise his own livestock. He can afford to do it. It's not self-sufficient. And again, this is where fucking preppers fail. See, I thought you lefties were socialists. Okay? We are socialists. And like, what is more socialist than making your comrade a part of you. And then also, on some level, that's like having dinner together. Eat your comrades. No. Then at least eat their ass. Be this, a neighbor. This is not a Ramstein song. No. You can't eat your comrade's ass? No. Well, I mean, you can eat their ass, but, you know. And also... Who doesn't love a good rim job? Me. I don't understand that. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't get the appeal. It's none of my business what folks are doing, but it's. I know what's going on there. You're just, 
<laughs> go through proper hygiene and cleansing first. Yeah, yeah, folks. You know, like, yeah, because that's the thing. Like, you see people just saying this shit all willy-nilly, and it's like, I don't think all of you shower like I do. <laughs> right. Like, for me to be the person that's not involved in this activity, I'm probably one of the few people that's generally ready. Yeah. Like, I fucking, I, I, I gets down in the shower, son. All right, let me take a look at the comments section. Uh, <laughs> do, 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 do. Fallon, uh, FallonKitty.com said a photo circulating of that Confederate stickered up dude with a single shot rocket launcher in Subway was, pr- oh, I think I saw that one. I don't think one I reposted it. made out of wood? I don't, I don't think it was made out of, it was just, it was fucking huge. It was some video game shit that this fucking guy had. Somebody who had something like that, like, someone, like, zoomed in on it and, like, went over details, and it was not real. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Like, it was made out of what? Because you could see, like, the cracks in it. Oh, yeah, because I think, I think maybe I did repost it, or at least I commented on it, because I remember I did have something to say about it, because the nigga was in Subway, and I zoomed in, but I didn't see that. Mm-hmm. I was looking at what was in his right hand. And I'm thinking, like, again, I'm not classist. I just, I wonder, because it's like, whatever that item is, if it was real, could not have been cheap. Right. Right? And who knows whatever the fuck else he has, if he has that. Which are also not fucking cheap. Right. But then you're in Subway with a handful of $1 bills about to get one of those items. Yeah. And it's like, and you could have got something else <laughs> but yeah. yeah oh this is the guy in subway yeah yeah i see it um that might have been yeah maybe that wasn't him that had the fake stuff but somebody had fake shit there yeah that yeah and if you zoom in isn't that a stack of one dollar bills in his hand yep and it's like it I, I guess you're gonna make it rain on them subs i make it rain make it rain make him rain on them subs yep because he thinks he's a dom Yes. Which that's basically what the Democrats are to the left is basically a um an abuser posing as a dom. <laughs> that's what the that's what the Dems are. They're just abusers posing as doms. Pretty much. Combat model, optimum self sufficiency. Optimum self Probably the leader. The point is, is have you thought about that yet? Because I'm somebody that thought I could fix this and I'm starting to think about having to eat my neighbors. Wait, he thought he could fix this? Yes. That's what Trump is gonna do with the deep state, remember? Yes. You're all right. Okay. <laughs> what? Well, that's what people got to do. Got to check each other. Make sure all you're right. good. You're good. Uh, for people listening to podcast audio, I just had to check Phoenix Kaleeder's forehead. I thought I saw some dust or something. Oh. All right. But yeah, so he thought he could fix this, mm-hmm. which he's kind of reminding me of Tupac's last verse in Troublesome. And I don't think Alex Jones was nearly as passionate about fixing anything as Tupac was. Yeah. You think I like sizing up my neighbor? How I'm going to haul him up by chain? Sizing up. All right, everybody, get ready. Alex Jones might be sizing you up. I just want to see his neighbors, like, file for a restraining order after this shit. That's what I want to see. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? Like, my neighbor's talking about trying to eat me? Like, yeah, like, unless he lives, like, <laughs> on some wild acre shit where he doesn't actually have neighbors... But yeah, if he actually has next door neighbors, because I wouldn't be surprised if Jones is in some mini mansion subdivision somewhere. Right. Yeah, what the fuck is it like to have to live near that motherfucker? Because he probably lives near some fucking like neoliberals with class privilege and they're like, oh, (laughs) here comes that fucking guy. (laughs) 
<clears throat> oh wait, okay. Mohana the dancer and Fallon Loco are. Uh, Mohana the dancer said, "Um, if uh, if I'm gonna be a prepper, I'm gonna have a fish hatchery and a garden like in the movie Blast from the Past, and it wasn't even real; it was a replica." He took his toy to Subway like a child would do. Jesus Christ. Yep. And it's almost, it's also like, nigga, just leave your toy at home, go to McDonald's and order a kid's meal and get another fucking toy. <laughs> That's not a grown-up toy. He has a manly toy. God, I remember that um, when I was 19, I got a gig at McDonald's. Because, mm-hmm. um, like, we're selling CDs out the backpack, but... You know, there's no check stub for that, so I can't go get an apartment with that. Mm-hmm. So we got a co-signer so I could show my McDonald's checks and be like, look, I have a job. Yeah. And then quit a few months after that because it was like, I'm selling CDs, go fuck yourself. Mm-hmm. And um, and I remember, like, the dollar menu thing was really hitting back then. It was yeah. relatively new and not all the fast food chains picked it up yet. Mm-hmm. And McDonald's beta tested putting the kids meal on the dollar menu <laughs> which is a full size cheeseburger right a small fry mm-hmm. and a small drink right and you just had a grown big and i'm t- <laughs> when i looked out there i am putting this on the gender binary these were grown ass men with fucking construction worker gear and shit on just like yeah let me get like three happy meals <laughs> and and like they sh- like that lasted like two days they shut that the <laughs> fuck down <laughs> Cause that's like that, funny. that's a, I mean, if you spend three bucks, you basically have a large drink, a medium fry and three burgers. Right. You're laced. You ain't <laughs> hungry again till dinner time. <laughs> Love it. Uh, well, I'm loving, loving it. it. <laughs> Nigga. <laughs> um, uh, Big Blaze um, said, um, not the problem. They're not spending their money on dates. It's better that they oh. don't breed and that they don't make themselves parts of women's lives. Right. Fallon Loco responding to Blaze said, um, I find it dangerous but somewhat nullified in some cases, especially if you got educated Karens as opponents. And definitely not social distancing. And Fallon said, uh, also reminds me of the hoteps who refuse to wash their anal areas. Yeah. Right. Right, and I get in there, and I get in there with the fucking, you know, like the good, the good smelling soap. Mm-hmm. Like F- F- Phoenix knows how I soap. I have my my black soap, you know, the African black soap. Yeah. My cocoa butter soap because yes. I'm I'm nice and smooth and mushy. Yes. And then I have all those fucking cheap smell good ones, <laughs> those soft soaps. Yep. Oh fuck yeah, man! All them fucking flower smells and fruit smells. Yeah, I fucking get in there, man. My fucking booty hole be a fucking garden of cicadas. I don't, I don't think you want cicadas in your booty hole. Not sir. cicadas. Not cicadas. I can put bo- Have you fucking seen a cicada? I can put cicadas in my booty hole, nigga. That's freedom. <sighs> what? What do they look like? They're like bugs that are like this big. Oh, they're not. What are flat? What? I thought that was a flower. That's a bug. A cicada is a bug, sir. Oh, what's? Is there a flower that has a similar name? Chrysanthemum. Yeah, one of those. Okay. Fuck them. Yeah, give me some of those. Yeah, you should probably put chrysanthemums over cicadas in the booty hole. What if the cicadas want to eat the chrysanthemums? Live your life. All right. <laughs> I can't feed the bugs. Those are my comrades. Are they? Because cicadas don't have mouths. I've actually thought those were flowers my entire life. Cicadas are, but you don't hear them in the summer. 
how many times do I have to say I'm ignorant? I don't know stuff. <laughs> That's why you should tune into my program. If you like a, hearing a nigga that doesn't know that cicadas uh, are bugs until he's 37, check me out. Cicadas are bugs. Yes. Alex Jones has a few more seconds. I know Phoenix Kalita's excited. Oh, yeah. Up my neighbor, how I'm gonna haul him up by a chain and chop his ass up. I'll do it. <laughs> the way he leans in, like, cause you know he's got the huckster in him, but fucking he knows how to hold the straight face. And man, he is definitely one of the white people that ain't got no lips. He ain't got no lips. Holy shit. Like, so what happens when you talk bullshit all the time? It wears him down. Oh, fuck. It's a uh, fucking rhetorical erosion mm, yes all right we have a ter- we have a term for it i almost said rectal erosion i have a heart like <laughs> my <laughs> mouth don't know how to talk good <laughs> which you know what rectal erosion, rectal erosion. yeah that's that- what happens when the cicadas get involved see <laughs> and then that kind of loosens you up because i eat a lot of meat so like my bowel movements get a little heavy so uh-huh. i need the cicadas to kind of widen that out uh-huh. so i don't have to squeeze so hard i'm just gonna mention that you started all this with like i don't like rim jobs but you'll let cicadas open up your asshole all right all right that's right Mm-hmm. there you go Mm-hmm. welcome to it okay i hope some homophobes tune in on that part oh god my children aren't going hungry i will eat your ass <laughs> he said again, and he did the fucking the, the white man pointing the finger down, and the, I am making a point like that, like that, like I like that's how I see white men talking to white men with class privilege yes. talking to cops. Yes, I pay your salary, right? Mm-hmm. And on some level, it's kind of like I do. I'm a judge. <laughs> that's why I want the globalists to know I will eat your ass first. All right, and the globalists get that ass ate first. Wait, but so are the globalists his neighbors then? Because this whole thing was about eating his neighbors. That would not work for his his anti-Semitic crowd because globalists is somewhat code word for Jews. Yes. Right, and it's like, and it's like globalism is real, like, as far as like, but it's, we have a a better word for it. It's imperialism. Yeah, or just (laughs) capitalism. Yeah. Like, that was the inevitable result. Yeah, capitalism is inherently imperialistic. Capitalism is inherently inherently ableist. Yeah. You know, like, fucking, like, at my gig today, um, I was on a production line. I work in a factory, folks. I was on a production line, and then, um, a very, very old man. (laughs) Like, when you see him, it makes you uncomfortable, because you're like, what? the fuck is he at a job for Uh like his you know when like you know because not everyone's gonna have protruding glutes right but like some sometimes it looks like oh you're too old to have an ass you have a flat ass yeah he wears suspenders oh yeah suspenders and he came up to me and he was just like Oh, you know, and he's been in America very long, and he his his English is pretty damn crisp. Mm-hmm. And he was like, "Oh, they need you at line 10. You know, he sounds old. Sounds old. And then I went over to line ten, and a younger dude named Jose. By younger, I mean you know, like maybe forty one, thirty eight. Yeah. You know, younger dude. And he was like, "Oh yeah, you know the 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 old man. They tried to have him do what I'm doing right now, where he's basically loading the product." for two separate production lines. 
which is a relatively that's something that they must have instituted while I was on my 11 days off mm -hmm. and um so they put that old ass man on that shit <laughs> yes what the fuck is your deal and then fuck it I'll say his name Homero fuck that nigga I don't like him and uh fucking Homero's old bootlicker ass he's um 34 years old yeah and I remember like um late last year that very old man was in the office, like, asking about something regarding the work schedule. Mm -hmm. And when he walked out, Homero's boot-looking ass in front of all the white people mm -hmm. was like, man, when I'm his age, I hope I can still work like that. Fuck you! Uh... <laughs> boot-looking piece of shit. No. No. Um, <clears throat> take a look at the comments section, uh, winecellarmedia.com on the Facebook. Skippy flippy jibby doo. Uh, Big Blaze. Uh, oh, you know what? Blaze and Fallon are just talking to each other. All right, good. Interact. <laughs> it's constructive. I remember when when it was like that. Yeah. Like when when there used to be like so many people, like they mm -hmm. would just start talking to each other. It's just like, well, let's just do the show around that. Yeah. Um, black woman murdered by the cops. Yes. Yes. Um... That story is not getting proper traction. And also, just in case folks don't know how old I am, you can call my age. <laughs> I ain't calling Puff Daddy P. Diddy. That is how many years old I am. Okay. Yeah. I need to get a new chair in here. Yeah, well, you're the one that get... You gave the comfortable chair to the 12-year-old playing video games. I did. Give him the uncomfortable chair. Maybe he'll get off the damn thing every Ugh. once in a while. Um. Oh, shoot. That is not the right one. I thought I had it here. No. See, that's how Phoenix and I argue in this yes. household. And yeah, she really did do that. She took one of the comfortable chairs out of the office and put it out there to make sitting around playing the Vidya game uh -huh. more comfortableized. Yes. Um, the fuck did I not? I swear I had this tab. Uh, maybe not. All right. Let's see if I can find it. And I also recently learned that... um. Oh, I already, I, I assumed I had bad credit because um, I went into my adulthood ignorant and didn't know how to do things right. And so I fucked it up probably like before I even turned 20, especially with my first roommate re refusing to move out of the apartment. Like I moved out, but because he was signed on as my dependent because he didn't have a job, mm -hmm. which I should have claimed him on my taxes. But again, I went into my adulthood ignorant and didn't know I could have done that. Mm-hmm. So I basically could have got $3,000 for the nigga <laughs> for carrying his ass. Yeah. And um, But he stayed and actually had to be physically removed by the sheriff. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure before I even turned 20, that shot my credit into the floor. Right. And right now my shit is like, like on that border of yellow and red. Yeah. So not good. And, um, and I just found out that you told me if you check it too often, yeah. it gets worse. Yes. What the fuck? <laughs> You're only supposed to check it like once a year. So that's like, like you know how often I check my bank balance? Yeah, what if don't, the bank? Let's, let's not. What if the bank charged you every time you check your balance? Because I check every, I check all balances about twice a day on average. Yeah. Like if I only check them once a day, it's a busy day. All right, you pulled up the story. Yeah. Um. Okay. So. Um, Louisville, Kentucky, the family of Brianna Taylor, a decorated Louisville EMT who was fatally shot by police, has hired a prominent civil rights attorney with the Black Lives Matter movement in their lawsuit against three officers. 
Taylor, who was 26 years old, was shot eight times by Louisville Metro police officers who entered her apartment around 1 a.m. March 13th. Police said the officers were serving a warrant as part of a narcotics investigation, but no drugs were found at the home. It's interesting they framed it that way because my understanding is they delivered the warrant to the wrong house altogether. So As they tend to do, like that, um, with the old story where the fucking, um, the black woman was in her bathrobe and the police, like, ripped her out of her bathrobe, throwing her outside in front of her neighbors naked, mm -hmm. and she had a nipple ring and the cop flicked the nipple ring yep. in front of everybody and because she had a son and they were yep. like how's that motherly and they kicked her son in the chest and broke his ribs yep or did they break his leg they broke a bone they broke a bone old story yeah uh Sar sergeant jonathan mattingly and officers brett hankinson and miles cogrove cosgrove entered taylor's residence without knocking or identifying themselves as police according to the family's lawsuit which cited statements from multiple neighbors Taylor and her boyfriend, Kenneth Walker, were awakened by the police's entry and believed their home was being broken into. Police say Walker shot Mattingly. Walker faces criminal charge. <laughs> right, so the police... See, we covered so many stories like this where the police come in, don't tell you who they are, you shoot them, and then you get in trouble for shooting them. Yeah. Wait, yeah. So you, can't, you can't, you don't protect your home against intruders. That's not what guns or the Second not, Amendment is, is for. Not. Uh, police say Walker shot Mattingly. <clears throat> Walker faces criminal charges of first degree assault and attempted murder of a police officer, but no drug charges. The suit states that Walker has a license to carry and keep firearms in the home for protection. Taylor had no criminal record. The lawsuit alleges police fired more than 20 rounds into Taylor's home, striking objects in the living room, dining room, kitchen, bathroom, both bedrooms, and into an adjacent residence where a five-year-old and a pregnant mother were present. So this was almost another Ayana. Wow. It was, it was it, you know, those were pro-life bullets. Right. Brianna had committed no crime, posed no immediate threat to the safety of the defendants, and did not actively resist or attempt to evade arrest prior to being repeatedly shot and killed by the defendants. The suit alleges wrongful death, excessive force, and gross negligence. It seeks compensatory and punitive damages, as well as legal fees through a jury trial. Taylor's family is calling on lawyer Benjamin Crump. Hmm. Oh, Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. That ineffective nigga. Mm. A, Tallahass a Tallahassee, Florida-based attorney who has been known for his involvement in high-profile cases of black Americans killed in controversial shootings, including Trayvon Martin, Michael Brown, and Tamir Rice. Crump is also representing the family of Ahmad Arbery, a 25-year-old black man who was shot and killed by two white men in Georgia. That's the one where they're like, he was walking around the empty construction site. That's suspicious. Yep. Well, that's kind of like how, you know, like Trayvon had on the hooded sweatshirt and he had mm -hmm. reefer in his system. Mm -hmm. You know how reefer gets those Negroes all wally. Yes. You see Snoop Dogg. Yeah. That be you can't control that fucking guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or, uh, Tra or uh, the, what, Michael Brown with the uh, the cigarillos, right? Mm -hmm. He was getting those, those yep. cigars, mm -hmm. you know, like that's, uh, that's probable cause. Like an 18-year-old smoking tobacco products? Yeah, that's terrible. You don't, you don't do that. Yeah, that's worthy of a shot. No body camera footage is available because the officers in the criminal interdiction division who conducted the search <laughs> do not wear cameras. What? No cameras. <laughs> Mattingly, the injured officer, underwent surgery. He and two other detectives have been placed on administrative leave as police investigate themselves. <laughs> 
Though Taylor was killed nearly two months ago, her case gained national attention over the weekend when prominent activist Sean King posted her story on social media. I know I noticed that, like on um, because uh, Bernie Sanders has given up, <laughs> but yeah, I'm not beefing with the old guy, but I think uh, I think he's just fucking done. <laughs> like mm-hmm. I think he's 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 done, and he's just holding meetings and shit now. And there were all these guests that were going to be part of, like, this discussion panel. Mm -hmm. And everyone had, like, their credentials up, like, oh, this person's an expert in this field. This person's an elected official in that state or whatever the fuck. And under Sean King, it just said activist. It's like they could have at least put journalist. He's published, put, and just Sean King, activist. They should have just put professionally light-skinned or white. I don't know what the fuck that nigga is. I think he's white. He's acting like a legitimate white dude. I think he's legitimately white. I mean, and that can be an argument to make, like, when people, like, like, because, like, sometimes I'd be typing on social media, I'd be like, oh, the stepchild is white passing. I'd be mm-hmm. like, you know what? No, Andy that's the white thing. Passing no, or... that's the thing, though. Sean King's parents are both white. Oh. Because, the other, like, he tried to flip it and be like, oh, well, technically my dad isn't my dad. My mom was fucking the milkman type shit. Are you just gonna slut shame your mother? Yes, yes. Both of his parents on his birth certificate, like the guy who raised him that's married to his mom, they're both legally white people. Okay, the birth. I'm funny. (laughs) You and I, we should both be funny style about birth certificates, though. Well, I mean, no, we are, but it's also like, but those are the two people that he called his parents until people questioned his blackness. And then it became, oh, well, my mom had an affair and. Did his mother confirm this? No. Oh, did she yeah. speak out at all? Not that I'm aware of. Oh, yeah, because that's the thing. If that was your dad the whole time, then you could have said that was your dad the whole time. You didn't say that your dad was black until people were like, is he black? Because, you know, they know your parents. And now all of a sudden it's like, oh, yeah, yeah that, that's not my real dad. It's like, all right, well. That's okay. fucking weird, man. That reminds me of, like, um, some audio that I heard. Remember when they had the bullshit reparations hearing in uh, Congress? Yeah. And um, one nigga was there. And uh, audio, and and it's not like audio that was leaked or that came out. It was an old broadcast that he was on where he talked about, you know, he said words on purpose Mm -hmm. in public. And um, he said that he wants to sort of publicly ID as black as opposed to Puerto Rican. Because I think the word he used was like, you get more cachet, some shit like that, as like a black public figure. When you're talking about these specific issues. Yeah. Because he's basically thinking, like, I, Democrat Party, identity politics, mm-hmm. MSNBC checks. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, like, fake and black can be a hustle if you're going to be a black bootlicker. Right. Yeah, you can't, you don't, don't try to fake black anything else. Like, huh, that's probably where Rachel Dole is all fucked up. She tried to fake black and try to play like you're some damn revolutionary. Well, no, but that was her thing, though, because she was using it to, like, fake um, hate crimes against her. Like, she just is a fucking attention seeker. Yeah, she's just a fucking attention seeker. Yeah, that is weird. Why would you... That that level of privilege, because you've never had a hate crime done to (laughs) you. I've had hate crimes done to me before they had the language for it. (laughs) I I pretended to be black so I could fake a hate crime against myself. Like, what? (laughs) What? Oh, that's no way to behave, Rachel. No, no. But that but we covered a story, I think, about some white guy in um, UK who, like, pretended to be black so he could get acting jobs. Because he signed up with, like, some, like, like actors guild, like, specifically for, like, people of color or for black people or something. And he was like, oh, I'm just, like, really white passing. Oh, fuck, I remember that. 
yeah. that was around the same time. Yeah. So you know. Oh God. Yes. Um, whack niggas. Yeah. So um, I just read that one about Breonna Taylor, but I want to read this one too because this is, of course, a different outlet, and it's just interesting to see how different outlets cover ah. these stories. Uh, so this one is on uh, NBCNews.com. A black woman was asleep in her Louisville, Kentucky home when three police officers forced their way inside, blindly fired and killed her, according to a, lo- a lawsuit filed by the woman's family. Brianna Taylor, an EMT worker who died March 13th, after officers with the Louisville Metro Police Department executed a search warrant at the wrong home, the suit states. See, the other article that I read that was New York Daily News did not mention that wrong home part. Ah. Mm-hmm. Wait, New York Daily News. Yeah, they're, like, notoriously fucking racist with their shit. Yeah, because I know there's, like, New York Times, New York Daily News, New York Post. Yeah. I don't know any other ones. Yeah, I think those are most of them. Okay, the Daily News is the super shit one. Yeah. And New York Post is the one where Sean King gets published. Yeah. Well, well, New York Post is also racist, but yeah. Oh. Because they'll, like, put shit, like, um... Like, if somebody's, like, like they're black and the victim of a crime, they'll use, like, a past mugshot instead of, like, their Facebook picture and shit. <laughs> like, yeah, they do shit like that. Um, I think that was the one where there was a case a couple years ago. It was about, like, a black Muslim man who got into a fight with a white gay man, and they called him, like, a hulking brute or some shit. And no, that, it was not Mike Brown. But, yeah, it was, like, they were calling him brute, and they, like, didn't mention until, like, the last sentence of the article that the, the black Muslim guy was also gay. But he was being charged for, like, a gay hate crime, even though he was gay. Oh, I fucking remember that. Yeah, like, their sh- coverage of that was so fucking shitty. Yeah. Jeez. So, yeah. Um, police uh, police at the time said officers knocked on the door several times and announced their presence as police who were there with the search warrant. The officers then forced their way through the door and were immediately met by gunfire. <laughs> now, keep in mind, the previous article, and this is why, this is why news... Uh, show prep takes so long. I have to read like 10 fucking articles to get the story, right? Because the previous one that I read said what? That according to neighbors, they did not announce who they were. They just busted in. According to this news outlet, uh, the police are saying that they announced who they were and didn't get an answer so they busted in. Right. Uh Uh-huh. Taylor's death gained national attention this week after uh, the family hired attorney Ben Crump. See, Sean King isn't mentioned in this one. Uh, Gregory McMichael, oh, okay, they're talking about the Arbery case. Um, we stand with the family of this young woman demanding answers from the Louisville Police Department, said Crump in a uh, statement Monday. I like how it says a statement Monday on Twitter. You can just make fucking statements on Twitter now. That's the era we what live in. What the fuck? The attorney called out the police department for not taking responsibility and not providing any answers regarding the facts and circumstances of how this tra- tragedy occurred. Uh, the law sta- lawsuit states that Taylor and her boyfriend, Kenneth Walker, were asleep in the bedroom when police in plain clothes and unmarked vehicles, see, the other article didn't mention that part, uh, showed up around 12.30 a.m. The officers were looking for a suspect who lived in a different part of the city and was already in police custody after being arrested earlier that night. Fantastic. And uh, Big Blaze said, uh, thanks for the show, guys. Yes. Heading off to sleep. Good night. Yeah, we, I probably should too. Yeah, it's yeah. it's it's almost midnight. I do want to hit two things before we go, okay. but yeah, it's it's almost midnight. Yep. And I'm tomorrow's Wednesday, so that's like a default ten hour day. Yes. I think that's everything. All right. Yeah. Let's take a look here. Um, trigger to the warning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't have everything in the soundboard on the uh, uh, newer computer yet. But this is a rapist cop, a pig, mm-hmm. uh, Jamie Foster. 
guilty of sexually violating a colleague. Mm. All right, so this uh, police officer guilty of raping a colleague um, at a Northland motel uh, can now be named after he abandoned his bid for secrecy. Hmm. Which, I mean, so how many rapist cops right now just have a bid for secrecy so that you don't know that there's a badged rapist running around? Yep. <clears throat> and so, um, Jamie Foster was on trial for two weeks last month before the jury found the constable guilty of indecently assaulting and sexually violating his female cuz, uh, workmate at a Carry Carry motel during the early hours of february 5th last year the north shore pig was part of a group deployed to help other pigs um to help the police the help police the 2019 waiting day events what tangy what tangy oh so they were there to uh monitor a indigenous celebration most likely then Oh, good, yeah. Release rapist white cops to fucking monitor indigenous people. The female officer has uh, permanent name suppression under New Zealand law. A hearing was due to be held this morning in the high court at uh, Auckland to determine whether Foster's name could be published. However, his counsel, Paul Borich, QC... What is a QC? I don't know. Hmm. That's Probably something counselor. Hmm. I think that's how they talk down there. Okay, they do their whole... They do the, Right, they call this nigga constable. Yeah. Um, they abandon the bid. Uh, quote from um, Justice Feroz Hagose mm-hmm. uh, said, quote, I treat the appeal as finally determined by its abandonment, the interim suppression ordering expiring accordingly, and vacate tomorrow's fixture for the appeals hearing. So he's basically saying put his name in the news. Yep. Put his name in the news. Fuck this fucking rapist piece of shit. Oh, my God. Oh, what oh you... were you done? I was reading the next sentence. Yes. Uh, after Foster, who has a young family, learned of the unanimous guilty verdicts, the 29-year-old cop lashed out. It's not fucking fair. It's bullshit. The policeman screamed in the courtroom. The wow. truth will come out, his family said. Nigga, the truth already been out. He's a fucking rapist. So he had an outburst yelling about how it's not fair and it's bullshit. Mm-hmm. Now we remove the words fucking and shit and take the same context of a rapist in front of people saying, we know you're a rapist. And isn't that, wasn't that how Brett Kavanaugh responded? Yep. Didn't he, didn't he just fucking fluster the fuck up and, yep. go, and go full do it live mode? Yep. Hmm. And again, let's just remind, because like, we, we, like, like, Tara Reid is the story right now. Yeah. And, but, and folks would be like, hey, it's like, oh, look at how inconsistent the Democrats are. Like, you know, believe Chris, Christine Blasey Ford, mm-hmm. believe Tara Reid, let's hear her story, let's, let's get the shit popping. Yeah. And, um, oh, fuck. Where's my thought? <laughs> I hate when my thought goes. Oh. All right, so it was the, uh, Kavanaugh. Kavanaugh acted that way. Oh, yeah. But. We gotta remember what the fuck Kavanaugh did. How insidious and gra- remember this was a teenager. Yeah. All right. This is a t- this is not even twenty five years old. Not not even with a, a fully developed brain, to my understanding of the sciencing. Mm-hmm. And they pulled her in the room and turned the music up so other people couldn't hear her screaming. Yeah. They're very aware rapist yes. at that age. Mm-hmm. All right. 
That's that's just something that should be reiterated yeah. and <laughs> spoken again about that. Yeah. Blah, blah. I just want to read one more line of this story. <clears throat> it says, during the case, Foster and Borch claimed any sexual contact with the, vis- the with the victim was consensual and a, quote, pre-arranged hookup. Wait, but also, isn't he, like, right there with his wife? Yes. Um, but, that, but what actually gets me is a pre-arranged hookup, meaning that trying to play that, well, she said yes, but changed her mind, and they're not allowed to do that to me. It's oh. not fucking fair. It's bullshit. Right? A pre-arranged hookup? Yeah, consent can be withdrawn at any time. But okay. the prosecutor, uh, Fiona Colony, said that Foster helped himself to his colleague as she lay sleeping after earlier indecently assaulting her when the two were alone. But she consented, you see. See, and that's that shit. She consented to sex, so it doesn't matter if she revoked consent. It doesn't matter if she was sleeping and couldn't reaffirm consent. She said okay when she went there. Yeah. Rape culture isn't real, though. So, Like, I'd rather be known for cheating on my wife than being the rapist that I actually am. Cheater over rapist. Yeah. Like, that's what niggas were really trying to argue about Bill Cosby. Not all niggas, but, you know. Yep. I heard that shit. And then this one. Yes. Um, I, I follow uh, Russell Mokiver, the corporate crime reporter. Yes. And uh, Bluebell Creameries, they agreed to, uh, they agree to plead guilty and pay $19.35 million mm-hmm. for ice cream listeria contamination. Former company president is charged. All right. And, um... I remember when this story was um, really starting to crack off. This is back when I was listening to uh, Mike Malloy. Mm-hmm. But Mike Malloy, hey, Mike Malloy, or anyone that knows him, reactivate your podcast feed. Like, his podcast feed just died, so Uh-oh. you can only catch his shit on, like, YouTube or... I don't know if he's on Free Speech TV, but it's like, some people can better access shit via podcast. So reactivate your feed. That's the only reason I haven't been able to tune into your program. Um, But yeah, Mike Malloy was covering this shit hard. Mm -hmm. And um, so let's just get a little bit from it. Um, Texas-based ice cream manufacturer Boo Bell Creameries, um, they agreed to plead guilty to the charges. It shipped out contaminated products linked to the 2015 listeriosis outbreak. And the company's former president was charged in connection with the scheme to cover up the incident. And the Justice Department announced that today. In a plea agreement filed with the Criminal Information and Federal Court in Austin, Texas, the Bluebell folks agreed to plead guilty to two misdemeanor counts of distributing adultered ice cream products and pay a criminal fine and forfeiture amount totaling to 17.25 million and uh bluebell also agreed to pay an additional 2.1 million to resolve a civil false claims act allegations regarding ice cream products wait so they they sued niggas for saying their shit was fucked up Mm -hmm. that's how far they went with trying to cover it up but this um the 17 million dollar fine where does who gets that where does that money go because I would imagine it's not going to the people who actually got sick because they probably didn't know that's what made them sick, right? Yeah, because how can you be a part of class action? Yeah. Right. So where does that $17 million go? I'm just Mm. curious. Let's see. Related case. All right. American consumers rely. I'm looking for something regarding that in this article. Mm-hmm. Uh, the plea agreement and criminal information filed today against Bluebell in the U.S. District Court for the Western District of Texas alleges 
that the company distributed ice cream products that were manufactured under insanitary conditions and contaminated with listeria. Big word. Mindocytogenesis. Monocytogenesis? Yeah, cyto. Oh, so it gives you mono. All right, so uh, what? Mono just means one. Yeah, the kissing disease. <clears throat> but it gives you, so it gives you one instance of listeria? It gives you a type of listeria. Okay. And it gives you the, the cytogenous type. Yes. Phoenix it gets real tired of this ignorant nigga <laughs> shit. Like, God damn it. You could have found yourself a nice white woman somewhere. <laughs> but you did this. Uh-huh. All right. Yeah. So, there, yeah, there's nothing saying that uh, who the fuck gets the check. I wonder if it goes to the FDA. Oh, maybe. Oh, there's the words FDA right there. Skibby flippy jibby doo. And da, 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 da. Nope. Test conducted. Because I remember, like, seeing news about, like, when their facility was inspected. Mm -hmm. And apparently they didn't even clean it up for inspection. Right. You would think. You would think. Like, Jesus Christ. Like, if, if there isn't much going on on a production line and I'm ahead, and it's like, hey, you know, I kind of sweep the floor a little bit. Yeah. You know, this, but like, these niggas didn't even sweep. Like, it was just, gr and remember, this is ice cream, so there's milk and shit. Right. It probably stinks. Ew. But, you know, we should, we, I, I mean, yeah, it is gross, but it's like, there's worse things going on yeah. than some teenager licking the ice cream in the store and I putting it back I remember when that came shelf. out, and I was like, were y'all mad about this listeria outbreak, too? <laughs> I remember. Yes. Because <laughs> fucking lefties are bigger nerds than you. Yeah. <sighs> Big league. Yes. And, uh, yeah, I mean, and, uh, and remember, folks, uh, that shit is uh, linked for you at WineCellarMedia.com, just as is House Resolution 6720 to provide student loan forgiveness, mm -hmm. and House Resolution 666, six. Uh, there are four sixes, <laughs> um, and, uh, which is uh, testing, reaching, and contacting everyone, the TRACE Act. Mm -hmm. And um, also, just a uh, couple things that I wrote up myself that you might find interesting. One of them is looking at the language of rape culture, and Democrats are only going to move further right on rape culture. Yep. And that is something that I just typed up my fucking thoughts. I didn't feel like making them a Facebook post and dealing with bootlickers commenting. Mm -hmm. uh, so that is on WineCellarMedia.com. Yes. And um, yeah, it's basically my thoughts on Democrats moving a dip because it's like the Overton window was like this one thing we talk about. Yeah. But it isn't a physical thing that exists, right? It's like mm -hmm. ideals, values. Right. And so we could say like there could be different lanes of Overton windows, right? An, an Overton window on rape culture, which is what we're talking about here. Overton window on capitalism, right? Overton window on unions. Overton window on uh jailing shitty bankers right and the democrats keep moving right what up i don't think they're in different lanes i think they're all connected no, they're all connected sure they're all connected well on the same street right yeah yeah so they are connected <laughs> no because i'm just thinking about that because it's like to separate like rape culture from other stuff like with misogyny and like women's rights and stuff right because what happened like now we're like democrats are like yeah rape culture isn't real but that came what like a year two years after a bunch of republicans were like death penalty for these whores who get abortions 
So the Republicans <laughs> said, we're moving to the right. Democrat, hey, damn, hey, hey, boy. Hey, boy, right? Because, yeah. I mean, essentially, that is the relationship between Republicans and Democrats. The Republicans said, hey, boy, yeah. get your ass up and move along with my Overton window. Yep. And they said, oh, yeah, yes, sir, boss. Uh, yes, sir, boss. Uh, uh, listen here, who, who that gal? Tara? Oh, listen here, Miss Tara. We is awfully sorry, but we don't believe y'all hoes no more. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's that's the deal. Yeah, the Democrats are just political coons. <laughs> All right, it is WineCellarMedia.com, and if you want to hear more about political coons and you like <laughs> shit like this, you can support it at Patreon.com slash WineCellarMediaFun. Yeah. Sign up for the monthly monthly. Get, um access to shit earlier than other folks some folks may have noticed that I wrote a funky rap and I put it up publicly but for the most part if I write more of those ill lefty funky raps they'll literally be Patreon only and literally probably never public like never more than like like if I write like a two minute rap I'll only make like one minute public you know shit like that because I think I got I I like the hip hop and maybe folks will like the hip hop with me All right. (laughs) <laughs> and uh, Phoenix Leader had something to say in last words. Oh, I'm recording a swap cast tomorrow, so look for that. Uh, that I'm sure will be Patreon early access if you want to hear about sex workers' rights. All right. And the recent collusion between uh, anti-trafficking organizations, credit card companies, and the Catholic Church. What the fuck is that? What is what? What's playing? I don't know. Didn't mention climate change. Didn't mention the successes of clean energy. Edited out. Don't know. That, okay, so there was just some shit talking in the background under us because it was in my instrumentals playlist. Nice. Which, there shouldn't be an audio track of someone talking in instrument, but it was in heavy bass and very low. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the last thing is Blaze Left and Michael Wright tuned in from the oh. Something in Common program. Michael Wright over there getting fucking big swole. Yes. Fucking hitting them weights hard. Yes. Skinny ass legs. All right, whysolarmedia.com. <laughs> PayPal.me slash Phoenix and William, Patreon.com slash Wine Cellar Media Fund. Phoenix is doing a swap cast. Um, I contacted um, the folks at Fury, that's Feminist Uprising, to resist um, inequality and exploitation. Yes. Right? It's a lot of letters. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Feminist Uprising to resist inequality and exploitation. And um, they said, yeah. So basically, we are, li- the wine cellar is going to hire Fury. To do a Talk Fury program once a week. Right. And uh, so Chelsea Springler is on board to uh, be the first person speaking on that. And she will be bringing her comrades along. They are feminist, leftist, socialist. And right now, they're actually distributing um, disposable masks out to um, working class and homeless folks for free out there in the city in Chicago, right. as Kelly Bundy would say. Mm-hmm. And uh, and we are sending them those masks. And when they hit me up and say they're almost out of masks, we will send fucking more. Yep. All right. Because we are lefties and we socialize the masks. Yes. Wine cellar pod mask. Yes. All right. That's about that. Yep. All right. Face booze live. I need to turn Holy you. Shit, it's midnight. Fuck yeah. Okay, good, great. Oh, you didn't... Did you take a nap today? No. Oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah, we gotta get your sleeping schedule together. Yep. Wait, where's my, uh... Oh, well, I did lay down when you came home. Okay. So there's that. 
where okay I, I was like where's my facebook live at it's in this uh beta testing thing mm. all right and turn it off maybe yep in <laughs> live video if you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC.